Sometimes it takes till part three to get things just right. Welcome to episode 33 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined as always by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, Angel Has Fallen. Can't we just make them do that? No. I'm listening, by the way. I'm just very busy putting a selfie of myself on Instagram in advertisement of our new episode. You're doing the most important thing. That's beautiful. Chris and I are solving geopolitics, <laughs> but you are promoting this podcast. Well, both plays a dirty crab boat guy on the run who teams up with an escaped Down syndrome patient. Like yes. escape from his facility. Yes. And uh, it's like an on-foot road trip film, buddy film. That's fantastic. And it is beautiful. I know it's yeah. like it's been a bit weird or maybe seemed a bit weird that I've been so into LaBeouf. But like, no, I'm LaBeouf, so in. LaBeouf yeah, you're is right. Like one, he, he – like can we just agree that I'm right like or that right. I have been right? Like there why was a is time he I the best? with you. And He's like one of the right. best things Hollywood has to offer. Yeah, you He's started the way, but uh, I, I mean, now I didn't, agree. But... No, like of the three of us. Okay, yeah. fair. Like, why is he? He's everything to me. Not to spoil the movie, but I, like beyond his character vibing with this kid, I could tell that he felt a connection and a brotherhood to the actor, and I was deeply moved. Well, we all know how you love that sort of thing. <laughs> I love nothing more. Man, man, manly bro love <laughs> is something that you love deeply. Yeah. And on my flip was American Honey was the scene where he's introduced in that movie. I was oh, like, my God. I was like, this man is this is the best scene I've ever, ever seen. I mean, this man he, is master. he commits like on a Christian Bale level. He does. But he's, I think, got more talent than Bale uh, as wow. a true actor. I do. Wait, is Gerard Butler coming up in the ranks of Get Spoiled? And this is, I think, his second appearance, Jerry B. I feel like we've talked about him more than we've featured his work. Definitely. I'll go out on a limb and say what didn't bring it up in the conversation was any of us going, hey, you know who I like? Gerard Butler. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that sentence until just now, out loud, or in my head. You know what, though? I, I Spoiler alert, I loved this movie. <laughs> Holy wow. I didn't expect um, that. Wait, can we clarify? I did not either. Can, can we clarify? Um, I saw Olympus Has Fallen. I only discovered when Googling this film, and I also saw the trailer for this film pre-Tarantino movie at the cinema, like last week or whatever. But only while Googling this film did I realize that there's also a movie called London Has Fallen, which I assume is part of the same series, but I don't know which ones are which numbers in the in the series. London is the in between. London's the in between. I wasn't even aware of the existence of that movie, but I saw Olympus Has Fallen in the cinema. As did I. Did you? Yeah. I did but you not. also saw I've London in the cinema. Yes, I did. 
Yes, I am just that was an assumption, but I also knew <laughs> it to be true. And London Jeremy. has fallen. Was uh, what was the the House of Westminster, the government, or was it um, Buckingham Palace? I can't say that I remember much, but it does Scotland happen Yard. in London. Wasn't there another movie where they where the the president and and yeah, yes. much like Armageddon and Deep Impact, the year of Olympus has fallen also yielded White House Down, starring Channing right. Tatum. I saw that and Fox. Yes. Well, that sounds like a much better movie. They're both that. pretty good. I saw White House Down, but I'll have to... That did not occur in the same fictional world as the Fallen movies that we're t- discussing today. No. What are the president... What is fictional president of the United States, Morgan Freeman's politics? Well, that Democrat? actually comes up a little... Yeah, he would. Oh, Let's yeah, one real. of his platform issues is a uh, trigger point for what occurs in this film. Hmm. Hmm. Well, What's I mean, a, so I'm assuming we'll get to that. Oh, indeed, the, we will. Uh, There's a lot to get to in this film. I need. I'm sorry, but I, I need a bit of. Um, I need a little prequel. I, I, I've never entered this narrative world, and this is the third movie, and I feel caught with my pants down a little here. Can I? What What motivated the action in the first movie? Olympus has fallen. What were they terrorists that wanted to kidnap the president and hold him for ransom? What was the deal? I don't remember any of it. All I can tell okay. you is that Jerry B is a former military man of high decoration, and he is the main security detail for the president. Yeah, he's like the Secret Service. He's yeah. the, in the line of fire. Yeah, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. That's all I remember, and, and he saves the day. Basically, well, the there's a lot of people who want to kill Morgan Freeman, obviously, and there's one Jerry B who doesn't want them to kill <laughs> Morgan Freeman. And so far, he's been pretty good at making sure that that stays that way. Yep. You know, are Jerry B and Morgan Freeman like best friends? Are they close or is it more of a professional relationship? Um, they've become close. Yeah. Through How could they not these be? incidents. Yeah. Do they have any conflict between them or is it all buddy buddy like it may be fun if he was a republican or i don't know that would be fun if they had a disagreement of some kind the conflict between the two of them in this film it's pure brotherhood pure brotherhood yeah 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 jerry b is big on brotherhood (laughs) that was a big theme in hunter killer when he inspired thousands of 300 yes yeah it's hard to have conflict with him i you know he's like he's always telling people like follow me and they do. And and when you do, I'll become your brother. <laughs> yeah. We'll exchange brotherly tokens. <laughs> and America. Wait, where's Gerard Butler from, actually? Scotland? Scotland. He's a Scot. Mm. A Scotsman. But in this film franchise, he plays American war hero Mike Banning. Mike Banning. <laughs> such a good name. That's such a good name. I'm hmm. still going to call That's... him Jerry B, but yeah, his character is Mike Banning. Oh, damn. I was I was staying clear of Nolte. I didn't want to know much about him, but now I'm looking at the IMDb and I see his name is Clay Banning. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking it was going to be a father. Um, I think Nolte that... basically only plays fathers at this point, but <laughs> I didn't want to know. And now I've spoiled my own spoiler podcast. Uh, Are he's Clay you Banning. going to be OK? He's Mike Banning's father, I assume. I mean, could be his uncle. Most definitely could be his uncle. Could be a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh, they just man. have the same last name. It this does a, happen. Uh, this is a great cast. I can see why you love this movie. So. We're doing it again. <laughs> guess guess spoils. This movie, first of all, I went to the recliner theater 
Ooh. front row of where the good section, no one was next to me. I was so physically comfortable. I was in the right headspace for it. And uh, I loved my experience. That's great. That's great. Did you... Um... Nothing like a perfect day at the cinema. Nothing like it. There is nothing like it. It's, it's Hollywood magic. Did you uh, did you bring yourself a snack? Did you uh, did of you course. put on put on your comfy pants? Oh yeah, I keep my what if I go to the movie sweatshirt in the car at all times. Yeah, because I'm yeah. always cold, you know. Sam, can I ask um, which you feel of the Jerry B. Fallen uh, trilogy you feel to be the best one? This one. This one, even though you don't remember anything about the first two. (laughs) (laughs) I remember how I felt about them. You remember how you felt, yeah. So this is the best one. And how did you feel about the other two prior to going to this one? I enjoyed Olympus very much. I found London to be a bit bland, and I found this one, number three, exhilarating. Exhilarating. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad. You you had a rough time at the kitchen, so I'm so glad that (laughs) movies came back for you. It really did. This, it came back hot and strong. This movie, yeah. the only thing that troubled me was that there was so much. There's a lot of setup uh, mm-hmm. and then relentless action. So that's the that's a pre-spoil. Well, you've got me champing at the bit. <laughs> yeah. Relent- so, I'm sorry, relentless action? Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so so maybe we can start with a uh, like fade in on, on Jerry B and, and let us know where he's at in life and what he's giving to us right now. Well... It starts off not that. It starts off full combat. Wow. 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 Well, so I would like to table it, it that discussion. Relentless action, then long setup, then relentless action. Yeah. It's a three act. It's a three but act. the relentless action at the beginning is the setup. Yeah. It'll all become clear. Wow. So wow. if you if you want me to just go for it, I'm I'm in. All right, let's do it. On hell has Jerry fallen. <laughs> so we see, with no context provided at the outset, just a full-scale combat situation, guns, helicopters, bunkers. Des- it looks like it's a desert. Jerry B's in some sort of, uh, like, lookout thing with, like, holes bored into it. And he's fighting, and he's doing well. But we don't really know what the engagement is about. And or you, say, you say he's doing well in that he's like doing a lot of killing? Yeah. Doing murdering. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's surviving and others aren't. He's, he's murdering uh, extremely well. Yeah. And they're and dying at get... his hand. They're dying at his hand. Yeah. Very do, do, we, do we get the sense that this is the, a Middle East situation of some sort? It looks like it is because it looks like it's deserty. However, after about five minutes of this where I'm just like, what's happening? Who is he fighting? We realize that it's actually a training exercise facility. Ah, fantastic. So what was he murdering them with? Paintballs yeah. or mercy yeah. bullets? Yeah, paint. So maybe it's uh, an undisclosed Arizona training ground? Pretty much. Yeah, I think it's uh, basically it's on it's in the States for sure. And um, the training exercise place is led by Jerry B's old military buddy, Wade Jennings, played by Danny Houston. Delightful. Wade Wade Jennings uh, runs the base. Yeah, this is his company. and Private, private company. Private company. And Got he it. says, Jerry, Jerry B's like, oh, man, like, that was rough. And it's like, no one ever, like, lasted that long in the course. And then Jerry B gets into a very mild and brief scuffle with one of the guys who's like, you really came at me on the stairs, man. And he says, you got to fight like it's real. Like, you have to train like it's real. 
and he laughs it off. Wow, sounds like he's oh. uh, he's brought the intensity to the to this particular <laughs> um, exercise. Yep. And so then we learned that he was not mandated to go there. He just wanted to go. You know, he was invited by Wade to check out his new business. And Wade explains that business isn't going great. Um, the only jobs he gets now are from government training things. Like, he used to get private people coming, like, for fun. And he could set up different terrains and different styles. And he's just not getting that incoming business anymore because it's expensive. That's too bad. Yeah. Because it's expensive. Yeah. Okay. He's just like not That's getting into tourism like he used to. I feel like he could probably really, you know, turn towards Hollywood and like, you know, like all that training that Keanu does for the John Wick films and stuff. He could like really offer something like that. He should well, have done that idea. instead of Target what? a different market. Yeah. He doesn't do that. I was thinking. Um, I was thinking he should add some like. I was thinking about going after the hipster market, adding an axe throwing range and some puzzles to solve to escape. Mm. Maybe some India Pale Ales? Yeah. <laughs> I think There's you're right, so much more like, he, It's a huge property, a huge facility with, like, different buildings and outposts and stuff. And Jeremy says, wow, I went and uh, settled down with a family, and you buy yourself a city. And they, they chuckle. And then Wade says, hey, Jerry B., when you inevitably get named as the new director of intelligence, maybe you can put in a word for me, um, like, to divert business to me. Like, if you're going to do something like this, pick me. Yeah, throw a dog a bone. They believe he's going to be named because Lieutenant Daniels, a.k.a. Lance Reddick, a.k.a. David, is stepping down from the role. Do you feel that Jerry B's character um, is looking to or ready for a move to a more political desk-based job, or do you yeah. feel that he's most comfortable in the field? Because I know my answer to that question. <laughs> I, don't, I know my yeah. answer, and it's because Jerry B. explicitly tells me, but I feel like he's not ready for it. Mm. Yeah, and, I feel and... like it's probably written all over his face. <laughs> yeah, he tells you with his eyes, right? He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't say it out loud. He smolders <laughs> it at you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think he's right. I think we all agree he doesn't fit a desk. I don't think I mean? he'll ever be ready for it. Well, he does say, why don't you come to the house for dinner sometime soon, meet the wife, Leah, Piper Paraboo, and the new baby, and we can discuss it further. And... Delightful. So that invite is poised. They'll discuss it a little more in about five minutes of the movie. Meanwhile... (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) Back at the White House, there's a press conference um, with the president... Morgan Freeman, and one of the reporters asks about private contractors doing, like, military stuff, and uh, he doesn't answer, and then everyone gathers back in the Oval Office, including Jerry B., and including Vice President Tim Blake Nelson, and Morgan Freeman says, who's been leaking that? We, You all know, everyone knows that that's the opposite of what I want. I want to scale back on military. I don't want to use private contractors. I want military engagement to be, like, the last in a line of many options. So he's going the other way. But the leak was so made saying, to seem like he want, he was pro that. So it's not just a leak, but also a lie. It's yeah. not a leak of a true thing. Yeah, manufactured It's leak. a rumor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because okay. the, like... Whoever's leaking it wants that to be the thing that happens, presumably. They want it to be the thing that happens, or they want to take down Freeman? They want to smear um, Freeman. Well, we'll see how the Sorry, what was unfolds. leaked again? 
the leak was that the um, that the government is using more or continuing to use private contractors like Blackwater style. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. Yeah. I see. I mean, I think they probably were openly used doing that to some extent, but well, they have. They, yeah. I mean, right. They are. But, but in truth, I, Morgan Freeman wanted to stop that and scale way back on all military. Yeah, but he mm-hmm. says, who's a leaker? I don't know who to trust anymore. And you have to mm-hmm. wonder, yeah, that's, that's do frustrating. you feel like that encompasses Jerry B? I'm looking at Tim Blake Nelson right now. Vice presidents can be petty. <laughs> and he, he he's a crazy, kooky-looking guy. Yeah, he can he could pull something. Well, table that for a minute. Our next setup scene is Jerry B at a doctor using a fake name suffering from various dizziness and post-concussion headaches and just the body not being at its best. And we Did later realize... Or is he just going for a follow-up? Well, he's been suffering over time, oh. we learn. Hmm. And I'm just going to skip ahead because we don't learn it right away, but um, he's been going to different doctors and getting different pills, like over-medicating. Yeah. Getting, like, multiple prescriptions. And What's his jam? Hiding. Oxys? Yeah, pain pills. Oxys. Does yeah. he like uh, pull them out of his pocket and like swallow them without water or chew them up and stuff? Oh, like, yeah. like, like candy? in the car? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, the doctor yeah. says like, you really need to take, take it easy because like you're on the brink of physical ruin. Uh, he's like, because of the drugs? Because of the drugs? Are? No, just because of how, like how many hits he's taken. So the, the doctor's the not, the doctor's saying your body, you're, so that's a true diagnosis about his physical body. Yes. His physical body is True diagnosis. Yeah, okay. This, he's not warning him to stop taking oxys. No, he's saying, like, oh, no. stop doing whatever he's it is that you keep getting concussions from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leah, Mrs. Jerry B, is excited that hopefully soon he will be riding a desk in his new position and more at home and more in a stable life and in a more safe life. Though we can see, as you can imagine, a hint of reluctance over Jerry B's face. And then Wade yeah. comes to join them for dinner. And in a private moment between Jerry B and Wade, he confesses that he's going to turn down the position, even if offered, and that he's just not ready to ride the desk yet. And but he will give Wade uh, Wade's business an edge to whoever takes the position if he can. Like if the opportunity arises, he'll give he'll put in a good word for him. See, I feel like Jerry B's body language came to us via your storytelling. <laughs> So we could already pre- predict this turn of events. Well, and yeah. I feel like you just understand Jerry B in a deep way. Yeah, I mean, I did see Olympus Has Fallen, so I have a connection with Mike Benning. Um, <laughs> that can't be broken. His intensity is unrelenting. Unrelenting. That is true. And Wade says, I totally get it. We're both lions. And, like, lions can't be caged, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I, I I really like it in movies when when characters have discussions like this with straight faces. <laughs> you know, it's incredible. Like I bet you laughed while sitting in the theater. I loved it. I was all in. But yeah, I bet you like chuckled. A little bit, but I was yeah. also like, there's some monologues in this film that I oh, found man. extremely stirring, and I can imagine you might guess who speaks them. Tim Blake Nelson. No. <laughs> Um, I want to get to a place in my life where I can look another man or woman in the eye, cold in the eye, yeah, cold in the eye, and say we're both lions, <laughs> and not not laugh as Sam's now doing. If I, this if is I what could I'm just, saying. If I could hold, yeah, I want to get there and just say it and mean it. And I live in it. 
guarantee you. So, number one, I'm totally behind this endeavor. Number mm-hmm. two, even if both of us were trying our absolute hardest, if you looked me in the eye and said that to me <laughs> in person, there's we both know there's no way in hell that we both we would not be able we would crack up instantly. Like it's just but not. I, that's his point. I, we're not I ready know. yet. It can't. But we how can't do you get not there? laugh because we're not there. We probably have to save the United States, the President of the United States of America <laughs> yeah, twice. Twice already and a third time to come. Um, okay. Hey, I have a question about Leah banning Piper Parabu. Yeah. Number one, was <laughs> she... Parabu or Parabo? How do you say her name? I learned at some point years ago that it's actually pronounced Parabu, but maybe I'm wrong about that. I think I you're like right. I like Parabu better. Um, she, her, was she in any of the previous movies? I don't recall, but I think so. And her, what's her, they're like cool. They're, they got a kid. They're we don't down. Know she's hardly she's anything cool. about her. Yeah. She's like okay. his loving wife and they have a kid and a young baby. Okay. That sounds like a rich and full portrait <laughs> of, yeah. of a woman in the yeah. world. What? Nothing else. She's got blonde hair. She ha- Yeah. She has hair and they live in a home. She has hair and they have a home. Great. <laughs> she's a wife person of a man. <laughs> And they have a beautiful home in Virginia somewhere. Yeah, gorgeous. A yard, maybe a maybe a maybe a Labrador Retriever. I do they have a dog? I don't recall. Dog does not but get it, play. But yeah, that type of You know home. what I mean? That type the of vibe. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, I, I'm really, I'm guys, I'm putting in the work. Olympus's Fallen did have a character named Just Leah, no last name given, played by Rada Mitchell. Um, oh, you thinking this is a recast? Hmm. I'm I'm putting it out there. Recast. Rada Mitchell's also a blonde, attractive woman who's probably 20 years younger than Jerry B. So, you know, that lines up. Fantastic. Well, you know, I feel like what we can say about Mike Banning is that he's steadfast in all areas of his life, including his relationships. I feel like he's a one woman man. I, agree. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, I do, too. Um, I, mean, I think he's a no woman man or a one woman man. Yes, yeah. most of the time, probably a no-woman man. But yeah. then he falls ass-backwards into a relationship, and he holds on tight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and there's like always one... He's, always a man. He's also always a one-man man, because Morgan Freeman is always there. Right? True. His job is to protect Morgan Freeman, above all things. Well, we'll see. I don't know who Angel is yet, but <laughs> Sam, Sam sort of made a big mystery about it. I know you said it's pronounced Angel, but I'm sticking with mine. <laughs> well, okay. Our next big set piece is on a fishing trip um, that the president is on and enjoying. And he's out on the boat. Just him and Jerry B. The rest of the security detail is on shore doing their thing. And it's just two men, like a... two brothers on a boat. A small boat. Two brothers. Two lions. Do, is it, uh, are we doing lake fishing here or is this lake. deep sea fishing? Yeah, lake. Okay. And he offers Jerry B. the position, and Jerry B. says, Sir, I wish I could hard charge till the day I died, but I'm just not sure if that's realistic. And I put my name in the ring for my wife. For me, too, but, you know, for my wife. And Morgan Freeman says, This is what I was afraid of. I know you aren't sure you want to do this, so why don't you take a few days, come back to me with an answer. Because I know you'd rather be on the field. Yeah. Okay. So does that mean take a few days to think about it, or does that mean take a few personal days and really think about it? No, just take, take some time on. off. No, just like continue on. Answer me in a few. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, we all know that uh, Jerry B doesn't like to take. He's just all work all and no play, really. No play, yeah. Yeah. Um, while on the boat, Jerry has a dizzy spell and kind of stumbles a little bit because of all his brain ailments. Mm-hmm. President notices and says, "Hey, I insist. Go take a load off. Trade in someone else. Like trade out another guy to be here with me. Go take a rest." So Jerry B calls in the replacement, and the replacement comes in an even smaller boat. They trade, and then Jerry B is on the littler boat heading back to shore. When he notices the launch of something strange up in the sky that looks like bats, and what it actually is is the launch of drones that like have little wings on them. Right, awesome. it's like a, it's like a swarm of drones. This is what the the trailer is kind of based around. Yeah, a big scene. swarm of drones, and we yes. see that it's being led or like governed by a nearby parked van that has like all this hacker stuff, with like all these screens that are attached to the drones and like what the drones are seeing. And we can see that the drones are number one heat seeking for body like for people, and also once they lock in on the face, like they can uh, face recognize all the individuals. And do we see human beings in the van controlling this all? We don't see the we don't see who, but yeah, there's human. We don't see who. Yeah, it's implied. Okay, the hacking is shown, but the hackers' identities remain unknown. Correct. (laughs) Perfect storytelling. And Jerry B. calls out to the president over his comms and says, don't come into shore. Uh, I'm coming to you. So he turns the boat around and he's racing back towards the bigger, but still small, but bigger fishing boat. And some of the secret security guys are like shooting at the drones, but they end up getting exploded. There's carnage everywhere and everyone's getting killed. I thought it was like hundreds of men being exploded. Later when the incident is recounted, it was only 18, but I thought it was like, I thought it was so many more deaths. There um, were 18, 18, 18 men, men being men. killed. Is, that's a lot of people. I know, but just the way it looked and how long it took, it seemed that it would be more. So the Not drones being... have like tiny missiles? Right. T- yeah. You and said, like, you said you... being exploded. So if the secret security guy shoots at the drone, it like yeah. in turn explodes them. Yeah, and then its flaming wreckage comes hurtling down at them. Pretty much. So it doesn't shoot its own projectiles, guns or missiles or. Um, it does no, all I of it. It does. it does. It does everything. But to oh. attack it like is not possible because that only like makes it worse. They're also very small, right? So yeah, it's hard to shoot the them. Little bats. Oh yeah. Okay, so they can shoot as well. Yeah. yeah. So one of them comes over Jerry B and then we can see that it gets the ID like Mike Banning and then someone from the hacker van types in abort and he is spared mysteriously. That's some good hacking. (laughs) Yeah. Abort. Yeah. He doesn't know that happens, but we see that happens. Whereas everyone else is getting killed. Jerry B yells over to the boat with the president and says, throw him under like the hard top of the boat. Like he needs more protection. So the guy does and but he gets exploded and the guy couldn't figure that out for himself he was a lesser security guy than Jerry he's the B. substitute yeah. he's, he's the bullpen he's like he's what am i supposed to do pitcher. now <laughs> mr president, president please remain president? out in the open yeah. do i kill the president no no <laughs> well, we're the other crying. uh so Jerry B leaps in the water and swims down with the president he's like take a deep breath sir like we need to like 
go deep and, you know, they just avoid being exploded on the surface of the water. Next, we see that they're being airlifted to a hospital. Everyone else has been killed. So it's just the president and Jerry B. And the FBI uh-huh. arrives on the scene led by Jada Pinkett Smith. And she says, let's get to work. Yeah. <laughs> she literally says those words? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's the words that she should be saying. Yeah. Uh, she's an FBI agent, I yep. assume. Yeah. A so senior they're like, FBI agent. Yeah, and they're like just sweeping the scene. Um, at the Let's hospital get to work. in D.C., she the president... Like, <laughs> Zips up her uh, FBI windbreaker or yep. something when oh, she yeah. says that to punctuate her sentence. <laughs> I mean, she's sporting one. Okay, so back at the hospital, the president is in a coma. Jerry B. is kind of waking up. Piper Parabu frantically arrives at the hospital, but she is not permitted to see him. And she is ushered away yeah. by David. Does the president yeah. have family? Um, never shown. The Veep is sworn in as acting president nervously. And he's like, let's just hope this is temporary. And then we see that Jerry B is handcuffed to his hospital bed, and he wakes up to be informed by Jada Pinkett and Lieutenant Daniels and various other law enforcement that all evidence points to him planning the assassination attempt, and that he was the only one that survived it, and they've, like, found all this other evidence, including a bank account that had $10 million wired into it from some sort of Russian account, etc., well, these hackers have made short work of this situation. Yeah, and Jerry B says, "Isn't it obvious I'm being framed?" They don't agree. Yeah, yeah. see, yeah. he already knows the solution. <laughs> yeah, it's everybody else who's the problem. Yeah, and it must be frustrating for him that he wasn't able to convince another man of his point of view. <laughs> you know, that, something that he's—it's basically his greatest skill. I feel like we can all agree that Jerry B is an angel himself, and it sounds like he oh. might be beginning to fall. Well, you is just, he on you hell? get it. You guys just get it. Is he on hell? Yeah, um, he is. Also, uh, <laughs> on the more... His uh, middle name is on hell. On the more business administrative side, I, I did look into Lieutenant Daniels. He's the director of the Secret Service. So Lance Reddick. Yeah, so he's not... So the, the job is not switching agencies. It's just becoming the director, the, the office, you know... Oh, so leader. just an, uh, an ascension. Just an within. ascension, but to the top of the division within the Secret Service, yeah. Meanwhile, Wade Jennings talks over comms to, like, a wonky voice, like a Peanuts voice, like a wah, scrambled voice. And is Wade, Jenni- <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Is Wade Jennings still at his um, his little theme park paintball base? Yes, he is. And the wonky oh. voice, I'm just calling it the wonky voice. Um, yep. lambasts him for failing to kill the president. So we now know, as I think we already knew, that Wade is the culprit. Hmm. Well, I guess you could call him the devil if we've already got our <laughs> angel. Uh, Jerry B. Uh, is not given much time to recover. He is taken into police custody and put into a convoy. And then we hear over audio a press announcement saying the president's top guardian angel has fallen so jerry b's being convoyed off to some sort of detention facility yep however that doesn't last too long as the convoy is hacked into somehow like the cars all lose power and lights which they look like they're just normal cars like not even that modern so i don't know how that's accomplished but in any case the cars are hacked and attacked everyone is killed all the drivers and the police and stuff 
uh, and the attackers try to take Jerry B into their custody while Wade is giving them instructions over their comms. But as you might imagine, Jerry B is no slouch in this department and he ends up killing all of them, mostly with his bare hands and headbutting. And then he takes their guns. That's um, not going to do him any good, the headbutting specifically. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think yeah. his doctor would approve. Not at all. Wait, he ki- who who did he kill? He, I, sorry, you were saying hacking, and then all of a sudden Jerry B's killing people. I okay, so that. the car convoy is hacked into and paused. Yes. Then it's physically yes. attacked. By people waiting. Like there's a bunch of black vans that roll up and people jump out in like uh, tactical gear or whatever. Yeah, and so the hacker attackers kill all the police and then in turn, Jerry B kills all of them. Uh Is he armed? He like takes arms off of them. Right, because he wouldn't be armed because he's under suspicion for trying to kill a president. Yeah. (laughs) And handcuffed. And he's handcuffed. He's handcuffed in this whole exchange. He gets out of it. As he By does. muscling his way out like, of it? Yeah, ramming. <laughs> ramming, I really, think, I really think the ramming is the source of a lot of his problems. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to start finding some non-ramming solutions to his problems. Yeah, That's I, where I, we uh, come into this. How many movies do you think we've done that have hacking in them? All of Not them. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Where This movie is, like, really... It's on the zeitgeist because we have hacking, yeah. we have opiates, yeah, and we have drones in general. Yep, We've got a lot. And, and the relationship between government and corporations. Ooh, the t- that's the a big one that I missed. Public. That's yeah, I missed that one. But you're very right about that. And Piper Paraboo, <laughs> who is a woman, wife, female character. She is the zeitgeist. Yeah. Well, Jerry B unmasks his assailants and recognizes a couple of them from the facility, including the guy that told him off. And he says, I told you to fight like it was real. That's what he says to his corpse. <laughs> to a corpse, yeah. yeah. He says that to a corpse. <laughs> He's the only one around that's alive. Yeah. <laughs> you used to be a lion. <laughs> now you're nothing. But now he knows that I, Wade is involved. I killed you involved. in our play acting yeah, he knows game, and I've killed you in real life. <laughs> but so he, I mean, now he knows that Wade is involved, and he and he knows that an old friend has betrayed his trust. Yep. An old friend who is trying to help out, nonetheless. Yeah, indeed. No less. A fellow lion. That's, that stings. So Jada in really, company. Really that we didn't need that scene where Danny Houston talked to the wah 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 voice because we just learned the same information a scene later. True. It would have been more interesting for us to just learn it with Jerry B. But anyway. But what we did learn was that there is a wonky voice in control mm. of Wade. That's true. Wonky That's voice. true. We did, we did learn about the wonky voice. <laughs> Back to Jada. She now <laughs> is aware that he is off grid because the convoy has been all dismantled. And she says, look into his history and try to figure out where he might hole up. Wade Jennings does the same. uh, And she just assumes he busted loose. He just, right? Yeah. She's, okay, yeah. She has no evidence that the vehicles were hacked and that assailants attacked it. Right. She just thinks that he is on the move. Okay. So they show up on the scene, it's a bunch of dead bodies, and he's gone. I mean, what else is she supposed to assume? Well, they don't even see that, but yeah. Um, Yeah. While on the off-grid run, Jerry B. calls Piper from a payphone, knowing that it's being traced. He's at a road stop, and he says, 
I have an obligation to see this through, which means I have to save the president. So I'm going to continue solving this. And whoever's listening, hey, Jada, um, know that I'm innocent, and but I'm, I'm on a quest, so I'm not coming in yet. And then he warns Piper to stay in the house with the security and the press, because that will keep her safe. Because she says, like, we're getting death threats, because, you know, like, I'm the wife of the president's would-be assassin. Yeah, tough spot. Tough spot. <laughs> yeah, and Meanwhile, she, and he's at, like, a truck stop, he said? Yeah. And so he says... all over the news, too. Yeah. He says, uh, stay with the press, like stay, well, the, she, stay with them because the public, the publicity will keep her safe. Yeah. Well, she says the house is surrounded by cops and press. He's like, perfect. Stay there. That'll keep yeah, you safe. Of course. Yeah. So he's, he's, uh, he's settling in for a, for a, for a pursuit investigation. And she asks, why didn't you tell me about your pill popping? He apologizes. But he says, I got to go. And, uh, they do triangulate him, but he's too fast for them. Meanwhile, two uh, road stop thugs recognize him from the from the news and try to do a citizen's arrest, and he disarms that and shoots one of them in the foot and steals their truck. All right, so he used non-lethal force. Yeah. It's like, are your keys still in the car? And then the guy turns back to look at his truck, and then Jerry B. shoots that guy in the foot and then runs into the truck in which the keys are still in it. In which the keys still are. Grammar. Are they in the, uh, are they in the, uh, under the visor? I think it was just Class- on. Well, that's not good for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess ever- they were looking to make a quick getaway with Jerry B as their prisoner. Yeah. Have you ever put your keys in the, <laughs> no uh, one has ever done upper, that. Upper, uh, rear view mirror visor thing. The si- the sun visor? No, no one has ever actually done that. No. Yeah. It's just everyone in every movie does it. Yeah, that and hacking. That and no, hacking. One's ever, no one's ever done that in real life either, but <laughs> it happens in every fucking movie. While Jerry B. arrives at a remote bunker home situation in West Virginia, where he comes face-to-face with a gun-toting lunatic, Nick Here we Nolte. go. <laughs> Here we go. So this is, uh, this is Jerry B.'s... This is Jerry B.'s secret hideaway no this is nick nolte's home oh i see he goes to his dad's place yeah wait we don't know that yet well we don't know that he comes out with a gun and then jerry b says it's me it's mike hey dad and nolte invites him in and we learn um that after nom nolte was crazy like ptsd (laughs) crazy and just like couldn't function in life anymore and he deserted his young family including jerry b so they haven't been in touch at all? They've not been in touch. And Jerry B says, I've been tracking you, you know, because of my access to this information. I've been tracking you all this time. I know I've known exactly where you've been. I knew you were in like Tennessee. I knew you were three years and whatever. And Nolte says, why? He's like, I just want to know that you were still alive. So they haven't seen each other since Jerry B was a child? Seems like. Wow. And Nolte comes out with a rifle ready to protect his, his meager property. Yep. And he also gives a chilling monologue about war and how you think it's any different. Nam was the same. Korea was the same. Iraq was the same. Afghanistan's now the same. And I was very moved. He's like, it's all just the repetitive, um, like casualties of war and like no one comes out right. That kind of thing. 
Would you call Nolte. Nick Nolte's character raving and disheveled? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that pleases me. <laughs> but also, he should to... always be raving and disheveled. <laughs> but also able to access a deep resource of pain and emotion. Oh yeah. Mm. I love Nick Nolte. He brought me to tears in this film. Yeah, yeah, good. I was going to ask, how was the Nolte? Uh, as uh, you would imagine, breathtaking. Sounds like this this movie went from zero to Nolte real fast. Uh, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the case against Jerry B. is growing and getting more tied to Russia. They're finding more evidence, and Vice President, now President, Tim Blake Nelson, is poised to start a new war against Russia. They even reference, like, the election hacking in a weird real life reference because the rest is completely fantastical and they're going uh, to bring whoa, whoa. in not fantastical but like yeah yeah fictional Wait, i'm sorry the, the the vice president's going to declare war Wait. yep against russia was this something he uh, was was pining to do uh well, yeah uh, sort of well there's well they think he okay. if russia colluded with jerry b to assassinate the president russia must pay I see. Okay, so this is uh, this is as this is based on the assumption that Jerry B was colluding with Russia. Yes. To kill the president. Yes. And, and we that, know that because the hackers was that some that, of the fake evidence that yes. was provided yep. linked him to Russia. Yes. Yeah, so the, the money Russian came bank from. Account. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's right. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to work this case. It's the depth. <laughs> it's the depth of the hacking that you didn't really appreciate. I didn't. I in fact I mocked hacking and talked about how I. And look where that tired. got us. Yeah. <laughs> Hacking is real, and I need to accept it. Yeah. And, and Russia is real. Actually, you know what? I'll tell you what I was really doing. Uh, I was looking at Nick Nolte's IMDb <laughs> and just not listening. And uh, you're going to get to see Nick Nolte next in episode one of The Mandalorian. You're really? Welcome. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> then I just started thinking about Nick Nolte in the Star Wars universe. And I, you know, Sam, I wasn't listening. My <laughs> I get it. I get it. I'm back. Okay. War on Russia. Let's go. So, yeah, number one, he's about to start war with Russia. And number two, he's going to bring in Wade as the private contractor to facilitate that war. He's going to – so he's going to hire him – like hire them as mercenaries? Yeah, or he's going to just basically. hire that one man, Wade? No, like his crew. His crew. As like military consultants and mercenaries kind of deal? Yeah, they're just kind Operative. of like ready to start the deal. They don't deploy them quite yet. Back to Nolte's bunker. Uh, it's a ramshackle abode. However, it is equipped with various screens with cameras pointing every which way. Yes. And he sees yes, that Wade's goons are approaching. So he and Jerry B. take to the outdoors. Jerry B. is a little bit nervous that they're going to be overrun by this motley crew of Wade's assassins when he quickly realizes that... Nolte has placed landmines everywhere along the property, <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, he explodes a lot of them. I'm glad uh, Jerry B. didn't step on any of those on his way in. <laughs> yep, and Jerry B. has a shotgun at one point because he takes it from Nolte's place. He gets in a couple kills of his own, but then they have a chuckle at the breadth of Nolte's mind game because... Jerry B's like, cover me, like, I'm going to go out, and Nolte just explodes another, like, group of his explosives. No Is need. he remote detonating mines? Yes. Or, oh, wow. Yes. Ah, okay. So he's like, okay. don't bother. 
Yeah. I'm just going to push this button. <laughs> yeah. The remote detonated. Okay, so that makes it that makes more sense. How did um Wade's goons know Jerry B was there? Because they also looked into his life and saw that he'd uh, been tracking Clay Manning. Oh, God. Uh, they Again. are hacking the living yeah. crap out of him. <laughs> they they just hacked everything. These guys, digital, digital detectives. Yep. Dig, digital espionage. Yeah. yeah. So Nolte's home is pretty much destroyed, and then two run off together. And Jerry B says, "Thanks for your help. I think I've done enough harm to you. I'm going to be on my way." By the way, I have a oh, wife no, and a no, daughter. No. Um, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think Nolte's going to go for that. Nolte's moved to know that he has a grandchild. And Jerry B. says, they're not going to stop until the president is dead. I need to go to the hospital and save him. Thanks for your help. <laughs> See ya. And they share a knowing look of profound regret. <laughs> is there an embrace? Not an embrace, just a from a distance, long-held gaze. Long-held gaze, and uh, so I guess then Nolte heads back to his ruined abode. Well, we shall see. What? Uh, I really wanted Nolte to come on this adventure. Oh, <laughs> obviously he'll... he's going to show up later. Yeah, okay. All right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he's got he nowhere else to go. go. I have nowhere else to go. <laughs> So he says, I know that they're not going to let the president live. I need to infiltrate the hospital. He and Wade have a phone call. And he says, why did you do it, Wade? Like, is it just for the money? And then Wade gives another monologue that it wasn't only for the money. He also wanted the access. Like, he wanted to be in the inner circle like Jerry B. had, which kind of makes no sense that this is his entry to that. But um, he just was dissatisfied with the road his life took post-military. And this is what he decided to do. What a dick. That's not really great motivation to just completely like you're dissatisfied with your life. So you'll murder the president of the United States and frame a, a former good friend and colleague in the process. Yep. Just so you can get this private contractor bid. I think it's a combination of like pride and greed. that got him there. Dangerous. He probably cocktail. also wants the mm-hmm. business success. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's yeah. two of the deadly sins. One part bride, pride, one part greed, <laughs> shaken. No part rice. sloth. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wade then discusses with the wonky voice their contingency plan. And it seems like that's going to target the Banning family. Back to Jada. Chris. Yes. Chris, shall we take shots right now at who the wonky voice is? Of course. This is guest spoils. <laughs> Let's just cut in for some guest spoils here. I'm looking at the cast list here. I mean, how baller would it be if it was somehow Nick Nolte? Well, that was, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Um, or Piper Parable, because she's <laughs> the only character who hasn't been developed and she's I love pissed. It. Okay. I hope it's her. I'll, okay, you take Parabu. I'll take Nolte. We'll head your back. <laughs> I think yours is probably more likely. Um, I'm rooting another, for either. I'm on de- I've got or Tim both. Blake Nelson on deck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, that would be the least satisfying answer. Mm. We'll see how it all plays out. We will indeed. Okay. So back to Jada. I'm not going to go with Reddick, uh, Secret Service Director, 
David Gentry because I trust him implicitly in every role. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Daniels means what he says. Daniels is <laughs> Daniels is legit. Yeah. <laughs> One love. So Jada had found some information after uh, the convoy referencing Wade's facility. And so she's now on the hunt trying to figure all the pieces together. And she tells her partner, let's go to his facility, shake him down, and uh, see if we can rattle his cage. Which I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, Jada, cool, you're actually being a detective. However, she goes there and very briefly shakes him down for information, and then he, Wade, in turn, shoots and kills her immediately. Whoa, I didn't, I did not expect that. Me neither. Hmm. Well, that's too bad. I felt I was I was digging what she was doing. Yeah. Agreed. Ever since abrupt. she said, let's go to work, I've been <laughs> completely in with Jada. She's got the goods. Jada has the goods. That's that's too bad. So he kills both Jada and the partner. Yep. Well, so back to the hospital. President Morgan Freeman Trumbull is waking up. And he's informed by Lieutenant Daniels, David Gentry, that Jerry B has been the accused. <laughs> He does not react. Yeah. He just takes in the information. Ah, uh, poker face. How does yeah. he seem? He's uh, he seems like troubled. Not really. He's got his all of his uh, like mental capacities back. He's just physically weak. Yeah, but like stoic. Okay. Usual well, Freeman steez. I guess he he doesn't have his trusted uh, angel at his side, <laughs> and he doesn't know who to trust. Exactly. So he's just holding the vest. Yeah. Yeah. But let's also remember to add to that, President of the United States of America, Morgan Freeman, has been through this twice before. <laughs> yeah. This this ain't no this ain't no uh this isn't his first rodeo. It is not an assassination attempt. It's his it, third. It's a numbers game. It's just like when it's not if it's gonna happen again, it's when. <laughs> <laughs> at the banning residence, two goons break in from the backyard. And at first, they try to pretend like they've been summoned by Wade, like in a friendly gesture mm-hmm. for extra so protection. So they slip through the they slip through the notice of the police and media that were surrounding the house. Yeah, we don't see that, but we yeah. just see them come from the backyard. And right. Piper Perbu is suspicious and does not want to go with them. And then they take out a gun and say, like, let's not make this the hard way. Just come, or we're gonna have to get rough and tumble. So, sorry, the, the 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 original like what they were playing at was like Wade had sent them because they're good friends as like protection, like yeah. extra help. Like we're gonna take you to an even like better. Yeah. By the way, Wade Jennings' uh, organization is called Salient Global. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's like it prestige both both efficient and potentially evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's salient. That's not really that big of a brag, like. Doesn't just salient just mean like it like, means relevant yeah. <laughs> yeah and like intelligible yeah, yeah. like okay <laughs> you should aim it a little higher like prestige worldwide yeah. uh, okay let's see anyway. so uh piper so they, and the baby they they, are they, being they're being led outside by gunpoint yeah. however mm-hmm. before they get that far those goons are murdered from a distance and yeah. who's arrived nolte Nolte goes for Nolte. it. I was Nolte. so happy. I was hoping, but I didn't know. But what the knowing exchange of a glance that he shared with Jerry B 
men, I'm going to save the president. You go save my family. <laughs> and also, oh. you're going to know where to find them. <laughs> and you yeah. know what they look like. And you know what the bad guys look like <laughs> and what they're going to do. Well, he did. And then yeah. he emerges emerges from the woods at the edge of their property. Basically. Looking like a raving maniac. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he says, and, this isn't how I wanted to meet you. You don't know me, but I'm a maniac. Yeah. Uh, this, oh, yeah, he, there you go. He says, it, this isn't how I wanted to meet you. And she, he says, I'm Clay Banning. I'm Mike's dad. And she says, how would I know that to be true? Like, tell me something about him. And then he gives another stirring monologue. This was the one that got me to my tears. Oh. And he says, I can't tell you much because I haven't been around. All I can tell oh you God. is, like, the name that... You know, his birth name and the date and where it was at the hospital and my deep regret for leaving his mother. And I was affected. <laughs> I'm, you I'm affected. sound like you're affected right now. <laughs> I, I'm affected right now. So now that the, the threat has been neutralized, he took t- the time to deliver a stirring speech <laughs> from directly from a Nolte heart. Yeah. Into my I'm heart. so moved I don't even care to ask where all the police and media that were supposed <laughs> to be there. To keep I had that question before this uh, before this exchange started to be described, but I quickly I don't care anymore. my attention was diverted. <laughs> yeah, I don't care anymore. I kind of gonna I kind of still care a lot about that actually. Could you maybe let us know? <laughs> never seen, never mentioned. What? They're just all gone? But That's they might right. still be there, but we only see the inside of the house, not the front. Maybe this oh I see. So uh, right. So hmm. All right. But he, here's what does matter. Nick Nolte just conveyed a father's regret, and I am moved. Yeah. Um, have you both forgiven him for uh, being an absent father? Yeah, he was in too much pain. Yeah, he was, he couldn't. He couldn't. He wanted to. Well, he's he now couldn't. he's got a, he's got a purpose again now, he, and yes. maybe a chance to redeem himself. Yes, absolutely. I, uh, that knowing look, you know, it was everything. Uh, Nicholas I cried. That's all I can Nolte. tell you. Do you remember when Nick Nolte uh, was in a movie where he played? You're going to be shocked to hear this, but he played a uh, an absentee father <laughs> who has a lifetime of regret. Um, and he was the father of, of two sons, uh, two sons who grow up uh, living different pa- paths of of their lives, but end up meeting together in a UFC octagon, <laughs> fighting each other in a I, global I UFC tournament. <laughs> Wait, which movie was that? Warrior. Um, that movie was called Warrior. And do you also remember that Nick Nolte was oh, nominated yeah. for an Academy Award? I remember for all that? of that. Yeah. And he deserved that nomination. And Chris, have you seen Warrior? I have to look right now. No, you. What you, what you if you to don't you is, know, you would know. Two brothers fight each other in UFC. Nick Nolte's their father. You've I, seen I, it. If you've seen it, you've seen it. I don't, I don't think I have <laughs> seen this. No, I haven't seen it. Those two brothers are. Uh, Joel Tom Edgerton Hardy and, and Tom and Hardy. Yeah, it's the best movie I've ever seen. In my I won't life. ruin which one of them, but at one point, Nick Nolte cradles one tearfully in his arms. His adult son. <laughs> how much? How many tears have both of you shed <laughs> since the beginning of this podcast? Is... All of them. Uh, I don't know how many times have we brought up Nick Nolte. Probably, <laughs> probably the same answer. Math. Remember when Nick Nolte was the father in Hulk? Yeah, that was weird. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that was crazy time. I don't know. I don't that, know if that was the best Nick Nolte that I've ever seen, or the best crazy. use of Nick Nolte. But 
you no, know, it was definitely the it. best use. I remember that we were laughing and being so obnoxious that Wilkins, like, he almost <laughs> murdered us. He was so angry. <laughs> that movie was b- completely bizarre. I loved it. I had a great time in the movie. <laughs> that was the, was that the, which Hulk was that? Was that first the, one? Uh, Yang Lee? That was the, the Norton Hulk. That was the Ang Lee, the Norton no, Hulk. Not Nor- yeah. No, no, no. Not no, Norton. Not Norton. Uh, th- not Norton? Thingy. Not Banna. 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 Oh, Banna. Yes. Banna and Jennifer Connelly? No. Yeah, Jennifer pre- Connelly pre- is Edward Norton? I'm confused. Nope. It was Connelly. It was Banna and Connelly. Norton did it with Liv Tyler. Okay, 2012 Best Supporting Actor. Who should have won? You tell me. Kenneth Branagh uh, in My Week with Marilyn. I think he played Laurence Olivier. Max von Sydow, uh, extremely loud and incredibly close. I never saw that, but I do love him, and that movie's supposed to be good. Jonah Hill, Moneyball. Who? Christopher Plummer, Beginners, and he did win. Or Nick oh. Nolte. Well, it should have been Nick Nolte or Jonah Hill. No, Christopher win? Plummer was good. He was Plummer really good. Plummer was good, but... I mean, and also he's Christopher Plummer, and maybe hadn't had he won an Academy Award before? No. See, there you go. Then that's why it happened. But I don't think Nick Nolte's ever won. Let's talk about Nick Nolte all day. <laughs> I got nowhere to be. <laughs> Even if I did, I would abandon that to talk about Nick Nolte for the rest of the day. Anyway, Jerry B. Okay, Jerry B. Gets to the hospital <laughs> and steals a patrol man's uniform and infiltrates the hospital. Where once he's inside, he immediately identifies himself and allows himself to be taken into custody, where he is reunited with Lieutenant Daniels, David Gentry. And he says, why would I let myself be taken if I was guilty? Like, I'm giving myself over to you. I'm here to protect the president. I need to see him right now. It's a code. I don't know. He's like, it's an Operation Red. Or he says some sort of, like, call sign. So... Mm -hmm. uh, David goes to the president and says, he wants to see you. It's an Operation Red. And Morgan Freeman says, bring him to me at once. And that happens. Can I get a a vibe check or can we get a vibe check on the whole deal between um, uh, director of Secret Service, David Drentry, Lance Reddick, and and, and Jerry B, and, and how much trust is still there and how much... You know, like, mm-hmm. I feel like we've established it between the president and Jerry B, but I don't have a feeling for it. With well, Reddick. they hadn't really interacted yet. Um, it, unclear because the, I don't know yet at this point if David Gentry is the wonky voice. I don't know mm. if he believes Jerry B is bad. It's uh, it's tenuous. He's also pretty stoic himself. Ten, yep. you know, that's his tendency. So he probably didn't show much reaction when Jerry B was like, I'm turning myself in. Why would I do that? It's yeah. a code red or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He's not going to give it away. He's tough to read. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Jerry, yeah, that's exactly right. So Jerry B is brought to the president and the president says, uncuff him at once. I save him implicitly. And he's the one who saved me from the initial drone strike. Like, I know that to be true because I remember. And that's that. Like, you listen to everything he says. Yeah. Wow. And guys, like, honestly, people try to kill me a lot. And this guy saves me every time. <laughs> Yeah. So far, two for two. Yeah. And actually, three for three. Three for three. If you, yeah. Yeah. How many times have you, how many times have any of you saved my life? Also, anyone? No? The 18 Secret Service guys who were on my detail at at the fishing trip, how many of them saved my life? Because they're all dead. (laughs) They're all dead. (laughs) They're all dead. 
and I am alive because of Jerry B. But true, but Jerry oh. B was spared because of the frame up. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, I don't think Morgan Freeman has all the evidence, but he's following his heart. Yeah, he has all the evidence he needs. Yeah, that's what a great president does. Uh, so back to the Veep. Tim Blake Nelson, they're trying to, like, right. unpresident him. And they're like, we're so sorry, sir. We've never had to, like, reverse. We've never had to give it back to that president. This has never happened before. Like, we've had to name the vice president as president, but we've never had, like, the original president has never come back into play. So they're just, like, and, administrative uh, issues, because he's like, I want to start my war. And they're like, well, we don't know if you can, because the president's awake, but he's not, like, fully presidential yet. Hmm. So, and so how does he find the situation to be? Is he pissed, because he, he feels like he's got shit to do? Well, he's playing it like a nervous Nelly, but... Hmm. We are going to learn probably around now that he has been the wonky voice. Wonky voice, Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. I was really holding up for Paraboo. That would have been much more interesting. Yeah. yeah. This one was a little little obvious. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So, yeah, he... Yeah, he really should have just focused on killing Morgan Freeman while he was laying in that hospital bed. He's a... Uh, sounds like he's uh, wants to make a name for himself. Yeah, he should have finished the job. You screwed up, Tim Blake. Yeah, and he just kept yelling at Wade. I'm like, but you're right there, Tim Blake. Just, like, go yeah. and say hello. Just go and plug Slip his, like, something. machine. Yeah. He's probably too much of a coward for that. He True. delegates, but, uh, yeah. you know, turns out delegation doesn't always get the job done. True. And he doesn't even like to, te- he can't even delegate in his own voice. <laughs> yeah, what a wiener. So Jerry B insists the hospital is evacuated because he knows it's poised for another attack. So that happens. The hospital is evacuated. Him and the president are two of the last to get out. And just as they do, the entire hospital is exploded. Because that's this movie's signature move. Explosives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to explode a hospital. Um, the whole I mean, thing goes down. I'm no, I'm no demolition expert, but it's not like... You know, you don't just throw a few grenades in, in the corners where the janitor hasn't swept recently. Like, <laughs> I feel like of all the movies that are being remade unnecessarily, the movie that should be remade is Demolition Man. Uh, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we made the connection between the demolition of a hospital to Demolition Man. I hear the word demolition <laughs> and my mind only goes to one place. Beautiful. Uh, so anyhow... But yes, Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson via Danny Houston, Wade Jennings has managed to blow up the hospital, but not in time. Not in time. Jerry takes the president to a nearby office building and he yells at him, "Stay with me, sir. We're going to run over there. Others will fall, but not you." He kills many bad guys in the office (laughs) building as this unfolds. So, wow. Okay. It did not take long for it to be the two of them again and for no one else to be in play in their immediate vicinity. But that's brief. And, that's brief because okay. then he gives a president to David and they go off together and Jerry, as a one-man army, starts killing everyone and going upstairs to track Danny Houston, Wade Jennings. Who? Where's Wade? He's in He's this... there. He he's just in showed the building. up. Yeah. He sh- he's in the building to hunt the president and... Jerry B, but now Jerry B's flipped the script and the hunters become the hunted. Yes. Jerry B is now the hunter killer. To hunt the president? Yes. Yes. 
He's probably running out of guys at this point. Yeah. Personnel is running, I would imagine, is being challenged right now. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. Sure. It's, it's also, he's he's really willing to take risks for this operation. He's also a lion. He is he's a lion. A, he's a lion. I Do also you... worry that he'll still be able to effectively uh, fight a war with Russia after this. I just I just worry that he's really working his resources to the <laughs> yeah. bone. We've established that him and Jerry B are both lions, but do you feel that they he, he's a worthy opponent in in tactical and physical combat? I hadn't until one of these more end sequences. Um, so it looks like a team is just about to find the president and David, but because they've got like their heat signature stuff happening, but really they're on the opposite side of the wall and elude mm-hmm. detection. And sometime before, Danny Houston had said, like, war is only an illusion, and that is repeated here because they, I don't know, they, like, fake it where they're not going to be found correctly. It was very mm-hmm. brief. Um, Do the, uh, in all these subsequent attacks with Wade's crew, Salient International, or whatever the fuck they're called. Salient Global, please. Oh, sorry, Global, Global, Global. Um, are the drones involved anymore? Like, no. The, the drones seem to be the way to go, right? What they happened are, to those? They are definitely the way to go. That's the problem with introducing that kind of drone war- warfare to these kind of movies. Is like you, you should that's you should just use that for everything. Yeah, they didn't yeah, use they... it on the Nolte property. I don't even think they use it for exploding the hospital. It seemed like an internal bomb. Maybe they're just really expensive. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they blew their load on the first launch. Yeah, maybe. Seems Let's like go it. With that. Seems like Danny Houston's load was blown. <laughs> and, and people uh, are more expendable than machines. True. And as such, Wade calls for his extraction, meaning helicopter, and he starts heading for the roof. Jerry B. kills more men as yes, he's he racing up to also go to the roof. And he finds himself up there. It's the two of them. Danny Houston. Two lions. Yeah, Danny Houston tries to leap into his helicopter. That also explodes because I think Jerry B. shoots at it. And it's just now the two of them <laughs> on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, did wow, say okay. exploding was a theme. You, you did. So much exploding. Set that up. Okay, so now it's mano a mano. Mano lion a mano. Lion a lion. Yeah, Jerry um, B. puts down his how... long gun. Oh, yeah, I was going to um, ask, what's the weaponry situation? Well, he puts it down, but then Wade fires at him, and Jerry B. can only do one thing, which is to return fire with his handgun. They slowly approach each other and get into fisticuffs, hand-to-hand, <laughs> and Jerry deals his death blow by stabbing him into the side. Side into of his torso. Side of what? Side oh, of his body. Yeah, maybe he was like uh, slipping it in where the uh, plaque vest wasn't covering or something. Yeah, and it looks like he would have got in, you know, a kidney or a liver, something pretty mage. Yeah. I was hoping they would get something. down to the knife fight. <laughs> knife fight, eh? Yeah, two lions. Yeah, they do. So, uh, Wade's bleeding out slowly. It's inevitable, and they sit down comfortably next to each other. And he says, "We were lions all this time, and I'm glad it was you." I.e., I'm glad it was you that killed me. Sign of respect. Yep, and so they just sit there and let Wade bleed out. What a weird run Wade Jennings has had. Like, weird motivation and kind of an inevitable ending. Well, when you go head-to-head with Jerry B., there is only one ending. He should have known that. I mean, they're both lions, but he knows... 
you know, who, who the leader of that pride is going to be. Maybe he hasn't seen the prior films. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, he never saw the previous movies. Yeah. That'd you, be mean the, you mean the documentaries Olympus Has Fallen and London Has Fallen? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so he's dead. The president is safe. Back at that White House. It's Jerry B. and the president. And Jerry B. offers his resignation because he says, I failed you at the beginning. I failed you at the fishing trip. I was dizzy. I wasn't my best self. And it was reckless. And I'm sorry. And I need to go. And the president says, after everything we've been through together, you didn't feel like you could talk to me about it or anything, like anything else. And he refuses his resignation and gives him the position after all. The promotion. Gives him the Daniels job. Yeah. Then later, it's just... Can you refuse that? He isn't, yeah, he I mean, could. he probably still doesn't want it. Although, I guess maybe he's come to the to the slowly to the realization that uh, after current job. after the all the additional headbutting that he's had to do in his latest adventure, he probably can't stick with it much longer. Yeah, he can't hard charge forever, though he would like to. Mm, okay. And then President takes back his office from Tim Blake Nelson. And it seems like they're cool with each other. And then he says, by the way, um, we found some information from the corpse of FBI agent Jada Pinkett Smith. And we know all about what you've done. And since it's David's last day on the job, he's going to have the honor of leading you out. And Tim Blake Nelson says, what? You can't be serious. But he is. And Lieutenant Daniels, whatever his name is, David... David Gentry, um, David Secret Gentry. Service Director. Lieutenant Daniels, Secret Service Director, David Gentry, Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick, Reddick. Is yes, his that's name. correct. That's his name. Well, Esquire. Leads him out to his arrest. Beautiful. He gets his comeuppance. And in one of the final scenes, back at the homestead of the Banning residence, Nolte is there. He's wearing a lovely um, cream-colored sweater that I thought looked great. <sighs> And a real upgrade from his, his like, crazy like attire, yeah. And he says, I got an RV, so I'm going to go mobile. You know, I'm going to go north when it's warm and south, you know, in the winter. And uh, Jerry B. says, well, you know, you could stick around. He said, I didn't want to impose, but I'd park out front if you'd let me. And he says, you don't need to park in your RV. We've got plenty of room, Dad. And it was touching. And he accepted Did the you- offer. Did you weep then, too? Kind of. And then it's just Piper in Nolte, and she says, we're happy to have you here, but you better not break his heart again. And he says, I don't intend to. And then in the very, very final scene, post credit scene, or like mid credit scene, Nolte and Jerry B go for what is meant to be a relaxing, like, immersion bath. And what? What's, what's an immersion bath? Yeah. Like one like of a, those. Like a, t- they go tubbing? No, like a silent bath. Facility? Uh, oh, like floating? Yeah. Like uh, like an isolation tank thing? Yeah, like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, I can't believe we're going in this. Like, this isn't really my speed. And Jeremy says, yeah, but it's meant to be relaxing. It'll be good for both of us. And then the lights go off and Nick Nolte starts yelling, get me out of here. And that's supposed to be funny. And that's the last scene. That's supposed to be funny. Yeah. That's a funny was, thing to do to playful. a PTSD Vietnam era <laughs> vet ranger. Who is a goddamn hero? <laughs> I don't find that funny at all. 
Yeah. 